get into it all right ufc 230 now mm. go straight into the main event let's, let's uh, the top to the bottom from the top to the bottom you don't want to yeah. build up the hype oh no no fuck that shit people want the real shit they want that, that real, real shit, shit. that real that. money fight <laughs> the popeyes fight all right the- yeah, disrespected Popeye's chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so, who did you have going into the main event heavyweight champ champ fight? DC Are you really Popeyes? gonna ask me that? Yeah, I got. Come on, we gotta explain to listeners. So, uh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, it's not a surprise to any you know person in the MMA watching fights for a while that DC was going to dominate this man. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even consider himself an MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. He said he's a brawler. You can't fight an Olympian and double champ like that mentality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he kept it real, though. He kept it real. So you didn't think Derek Lewis had much of a chance, you're saying? Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's the same thing I thought. I mean, DC's fault. Bigger, big-ass guys, just as big as him. More technical, just all-around better fighters than Derek Lewis, and he's and he ran through him. So Who's Derek Lewis' best win? Uh, Volkov, right? The, did he, he, did he, didn't he beat Nagano? Nagano? Engano. Engano. Can he beat Engano, right? I do not recall. Oh, but, but I think they were supposed to fight or they they were setting it up. But I don't, yeah, it's not even really no, notable, you know? You can't remember the big name guy. He even Engano's not champion level. He's not even top five in yeah. my book. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, uh, all I remember is the last fight, uh, Derek Lewis fought that big Russian dude. That That's Volkov. Yeah, Volkan. Okay. Volkov. Yeah, he, he knocked him out in like the last round. Yeah. Six that foot was, seven. Yeah, this, this guy's a beast. This Volkov guy, he was like champion in his uh, last organization in Bellator or something. Yeah, and then he was, I think he was winning the fight. The whole fight. Yeah, he was winning the whole fight and then Dominant. the one. Punch that one big punch from DC. A D, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a lot of heart, man. This black beast, he has so much heart. Remember that fight against Travis Brown? Oh, yeah, when he almost shit his pants. I think what was more most notable from that was the after the speech he gave after. (laughs) Where Ronda Rousey found answer. That was a little disrespectful, but. Well, I don't think he's looking to be respectful at all. He's from the streets. He doesn't care. He doesn't sugarcoat his words. Yeah, I hear you. But, but what annoyed me in that DC fight was um, the fans were booing as soon as he took it to the ground. What's up with him? I was kind of disappointed myself. Like, at least <laughs> it was a show, you know? You don't got to be this dominant, you know? 
That's disrespect. Come on, DC is a fucking champ, one of the greatest MMA fighters, and you fucking boo him. Yeah, Come you on. don't boo DC. You don't boo DC. I was thinking that's I was thinking that's Houston, but it's New York City. It's not even uh, Derek Luce's hometown. You know the thing is that it wasn't an entertaining fight at all. Like, well, whose fault is that? It's not DC's fault. Yeah, it's but... Luce's fault for not having anything to back up the ground game. He That's was literally true. like a fish out of water on the ground. He he's does he came in the fight like this big mythical black beast. Mm-hmm. As soon as DC single legged him, he just turned into like a twelve year old girl. Like didn't know what to do <laughs> at all, at all. Yeah, I, I didn't see one anything once brawl. I didn't see like him even trying to pull the leg out. Him trying to like if DC is holding on to your leg. The legs were dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, right? Like, at least try to give him a haymaker of a punch while he's holding it or something, right? Oh, man. And then he started off the round with some kink kicks. I was like, oh, okay, beast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, beast. Okay. But then everyone knew DC's just going to grab one of those legs eventually and then take it down and it was the same takedown over and over and over yeah. usually dc goes for like high crotch but mm-hmm. uh level level switches you know all that aka stuff but he didn't have to do that at all at all <laughs> at, at all. all it was too easy Simple it was like a knife through down. butter yeah oh man and then how many shots did Derek lewis get on dc like zero like maybe three four Baby punches. I don't. Oh, he landed one good punch, right? Yeah, yeah. DC said in the in the speech, he was yeah. like, I that my eye was was gone for thirty seconds." Mm, mm, mm. That that's true. Yeah, he does have power, but goddamn, it's not on. enough at this yeah. level. Yeah, really isn't. How do you? It surprises me that he even made it to the UFC. To be honest, doesn't it? Oh, he had that raw power, though. That's crazy. Power. He was just mowing guys down with that, like, overhand right and just fucking knocking them out. Man, speaking of power, man, this is uh, something. Have you ever uh, sparred with a heavyweight? Oh, hell no, but I sparred with, like, middleweightists, and I'm scared of them. (laughs) It's the dumbest thing to do, man. Don't. I did it. Uh, I'm an instructor at American Boxing Academy now, uh, Uh substituting for my coach while he's in America. And I'm instructing this group of guys, boxing, teaching them and stuff. And there's this one guy getting ready for a championship, and I spar with him. He's a heavyweight. Mm -hmm. So is this boxing? Just boxing. Okay. Right? And I'm dominating him. And it's like the third round. And I'm winning, and I'm landing more shots, and I'm sticking and moving. I'm sticking to the game plan and fighting my fight. Ali Shuffle. (laughs) (laughs) No Ali Shuffle, man. No Ali Shuffle. These guys will knock my head off if they land. Uh, But, yeah, I I had my hands up as he was throwing, and this one punch lands. It didn't even hit my face. You know where it hit me? Where? Man, I'm so unlucky. It hits me in the ear. 
Oh, ooh, ringing. Did, was your ear ringing? Ring is an understatement. I heard alarms going off in my ear. Wow. Oh, and then he's walking towards me, and I can hear his footsteps in the form of vibration in my right oh, ear. Like magnified. It was like... <laughs> and I'm like, shit, I'm in the middle of a fight. I'm going to get my head knocked off if I don't find my composure. I got to move, jab, and then call time. But... Let me just land a couple strikes so he doesn't think I'm scared. <laughs> but after that, I read on uh, you on Google and shit, like, what the fuck is up with my ear? And it says that if you hold your nose and you blow through it and air comes out of your ear, that means it's ruptured. Oh. And guess fucking what? It's ruptured. I can't make, breathe out of my ear. <laughs> I can make air come out of my ear. Hey, that's a technique. That might be a plus. Fuck that. I can't hear good. Oh, shit. Yeah, I lost hearing, dog. I, oh, this man. shit better heal before, like, I'm, I'm hoping it heals because it says in a few weeks it'll be good. But let's see. <laughs> man, I'm surprised that doesn't have, happen more often in uh, fights, like, getting hit on the ear. Is that illegal in boxing? No, man. No, it's all fair game. Oh, man. Mm, yeah. They, they don't, like, punch into the side of the head, right? No, it's a clean shot to the side of the temple. It'll rock you. Oh, but is, but is hitting on the side, on the ear, on the, it, which is on the side, is that considered a clean shot in a way? Yeah, it is. Oh, that's gross. That's gross. It that's is. That's Even fun. in MMA. Yeah, well, MMA don't give a fucking damn. You see so many back shots. Shots the back of the head. <laughs> when the opponent's down, they don't. <laughs> Bro, I saw a guy or a, a, a guy's ear fall off in a fight. Oh lord! Oh, it lord. was cauliflower ear. <laughs> it was like a Dan Henderson ear from all the cauliflower, and then he takes a a kick to it, and then it falls on the mat. I don't. I'm, I was like, Is, how can this be real? Oh, gross! He man, I guess you gotta pop that cauliflower before you go into the fight, cause that could fuck you up. That's crazy. But all right, so DC won. He's not. He's now the double champ. Did, how, how'd you like his speech? Um, like, uh, not really. I wasn't feeling it. I like <laughs> Joe Rogan though. I like how Joe Rogan hyped him up. He's like, let me. Uh, nah, he gave. He gave Joe Rogan the kiss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In America, that's awkward as hell. <laughs> they went Italian. They went foreign style. <laughs> exactly like in Egypt that's normal but in America hell no <laughs> yeah, I liked how he called out Brock Lesnar he started going WWE he said bring the WWE belt I like that he, he built entertaining he brought some uh, some uh, WWE wrestling type shit to, uh, to, to MMA yeah yeah but he could have done it like you know with some flavor you know what I'm saying <laughs> listen man um DC, man, it took fans to grow on him for a long time. It's like, mm. now they're starting to like him now, but the, the booing just, oh, I thought I thought it was over. The hate, <laughs> the hate for him, I guess it's still there. DC is really good. He's a really good person. Yeah. And the, the people want to see the wild man style, you know? Yeah, they want to see the Tysons of the game and the John the Diaz. Yeah. Well, if, but if you look at DC's story, like I was, I was listening to uh, Ariel Hawani's podcast. He's got a great story. I mean, after 
college and failing for the Olympics, um, he came from nothing. He was sitting on the couch, staying over his coach's house or something, you know, just playing video games. And mm. then he decided to take up uh, MMA and it completely changed his life. Like, he really came from nothing. He has a really good story. And I love That's his crazy. own motto, embrace the grind. Embrace the grind. Yeah, yeah. Embrace the grind. DC, DC. Hell yeah. He does that like nobody else. But uh, how'd you like how'd you like him at this weight? Do you think this is his weight class now? I think he's the most dominant heavyweight of all time. Can I say all time? Yeah, you can. You can say anything you want. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. It's him and Fedor that I see in front of my eyes. But would yeah, you compare, would you compare him to like a Mike Tyson type of heavyweight fighter? Uh, in in the style, not style wise, but seeing as his stature, he is undersized. Yeah, weight. Yeah, he's the of probably most of the heavyweights. I mean, what is he standing at? About five eight, five nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the body, definitely, I can see him just like Mike Tyson compared to the rest of these six seven guys. Hell yeah, yeah. And then yeah. he just takes it to the ground and outmaneuvers with you a out. big ass belly. I don't know how he does it. Yeah, and he's like un. You can't take him down. Like he's never. Is he's so tight and bound? He's like a ball. And he's, Bro, he's, how are you gonna put a clinch on that man? Right? He's so round and like. That's crazy. So how are you gonna put a clinch on that I, guy? Doing it, man. But um, nah. and did, did you see the energy when they were they were coming? I like I like DC's choice of song. That uh, Lil Wayne Drake, gotta love it. I was like, okay, okay, I'm feeling it. Oh, for real? I didn't hear that. I fuck with the vibe. He came in all sweatsuited up, you know what I mean? With the hat on. He starts running. Like he, he does the um who's the who's the who's the who's the guy that uh runs into runs into the arena all the time? John um, Cena. Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar. <laughs> yeah. Frankie Edgar entrance where he just oh. runs, runs straight to the ring. Let's get to business. I like oh. that. Like, okay. Okay, I feel that. Did you hear Derek Lewis's interest song? He, he played some country stuff. Country, country. He's rock. from Texas. You know, <laughs> these things don't surprise me. I was expecting hip hop, but hey, he's from Houston. Yeah, but I guess he's trying to target his demographics. He's trying to get the mass on his side. Maybe some more Popeyes endorsements. Oh man, I know those Houston people are mad that uh, Derek Lewis lost, man. They're about Hell to get yeah. Popeyes. <laughs> Popeyes is gonna pay everyone in chicken. He's struggling out here, but that's a great way to put a, a sponsorship into the game, don't you think? Of course. Man, of it's course. uh, it just came from jokes, just came yeah. from jokes and Instagram and Twitter, and now and then he got sponsored by Popeyes. And I don't even think he was intending to do that. No, <laughs> he's, he's a hilarious guy. I mean, if you see him in his interviews, he's relaxed, calm. He tries to be funny. I love Derek Lewis interviews. Yeah, he's yeah. he's just like a normal human. He's trying to have a good time. You know what I'm saying? He's from the he's hood. He is so hood. Yeah, <laughs> he's funny I as hell. Like, I think he has like felonies and stuff. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's why he's fighting. <laughs> For what? 
But I don't know. I don't want to go too much into his past life, you know. I don't know. But um, we can do research. We can do research. Why not? What do we have to lose? The people want that real shit. All right. All right. Well, well. <laughs> we're probably a gangster. Yeah. Probably, you know, in the game, you know, doing whatever yeah. you can to get by, you know. Yeah. Like that, when you're grown, they gonna, they're going to throw the book at you. Yeah. 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 Like, I have... I know I have friends that have felonies and <clears throat> it's hard, man. You're not gonna need, like you're not gonna get a career likely they'll try to kick you out, you know? Mm. Yeah. 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 Hard. yeah. Yeah, 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 for real. All the more uh, power to him. I hope he uh comes back and gets more technical. What improvements do you wanna see from Derek Lewis? I wanna see Derek Lewis learn how to sprawl. Yeah. Uh, uh, I want to see Derek Lewis when well, somebody... How to sprawl when your back is against the cage. 100%. That's right. But, like, what I mean other than sprawling is, like, when somebody comes and shoots for a takedown that you're anticipating, mm-hmm. like, maybe throw some strikes on the way in. And if you can't on the way in, Maybe mm-hmm. while he's holding you, something, go for some uppercut and knee, some shit like that. But at least try to make it look like you're not out of the fight just by someone holding your leg. Like, everybody counted him out, you know? Yeah, and I think he was out of the fight as soon as he started. I mean, did you see the look on his face? He was just... Terrified. Yeah. It looked like it. He knew it was yeah. coming. I know, right? I thought he would uh, have some confidence in his hands. You know, I'm going to... I'm going to go for the Gusto, Gusto knock that out. But I think he knew himself. He was like, man, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man. But he kind of, he was giving it the hands when he had space, you know? Yeah. 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 But DC's not, he's just sticky as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Give, give the man DC his respect, man. Yeah, man. For real, for real. New Yorkers are assholes. DC is the man. New York problem. has always been like uh, enemy to MMA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole New York Commission—they like, didn't even want MMA, right? Yeah, man. It's been illegal since like till a couple years ago. Yeah, we got it in like two years or last year or something mm-hmm. like that. A couple years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, all right, yeah, Derek Lewis. Well, all the props to you. Hope you get better. Um, mm. you should become a martial artist now. Read up some Bruce Lee books or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Get, like, I don't know. I'm not sure where he trains, to be honest. I think he trains in, like, a garage or something. What the fuck is up with his team? Yeah. Oh, man. Did you And then did you hear, like, his coaches before the fight? I mean, the coach was admitting, like, I'm not training uh, Derek Lewis to be technical. He's a fighter, and I don't know. I like that. <laughs> I, I think his coach is a yes man, and he's backing up Derek Lewis. Yeah, maybe he's just there for the ride, huh? Maybe. And maybe he's just not that level of coaching, like top top five championship fight UFC. I think Derek Lewis needs to head his ass to a real MMA camp. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a Greg Jackson's, an AKA American top team, some shit like that, and make MMA a priority because he has a lot of talent. And um, the way he came up, and he has like, out of his nine... Last fights, he lost one or something coming to this fight. 
I think that if he takes it as a one, number one priority for himself, that he can do really big things in the sport. Yeah, he could imagine him at uh, Greg Jackson's. My God. You, you know what I'm saying? He'll be, he'll be a bigger beast, man. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah all the props to him, though. Man. I hope he uh, finds some differences, and he's got to change it up if he wants to stay at the high level, you know? Yeah, maybe lay off the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he could go down and lose, clean up his diet a little bit. Well, but people say that about DC, and look at how well he does. <laughs> well, okay, okay. Well, yeah, maybe DC has skills. <laughs> To back it up. But okay, we'll leave that where it is. We're going to the next fight down the line, middleweight. Chris Wheelman versus Hanado Souza. Poha. Carayo. So who who'd you who'd you have going into this one? Chris Weidman. Yeah, okay. okay. Why you say yeah, okay like that? Like I know you're a Jacare fan, but Chris Weidman's a beast. Going on the American Pride. But uh um I kind of, uh, I felt like Souza was going to take it to the ground and he was going to mm. rip the Wildman on the ground, but he did the opposite. He turned into a fucking brawl. Yeah, because now he trains at this gym where you got a lot of black boxers around you and they're going to teach you how to, how to shimmy and how to, you know, <laughs> how to do head movement, how to roll. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That. I saw that on the embedded videos. He was like, these guys, these guys, they don't teach me English. They teach me slang. They teach me slang. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> well, uh, welcome, Hanado Souza, to the Black Brotherhood. He for real, for real. Diving and listen to a lot of hip-hopping. In there. He, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's going to do it like that, you know. He's going to shimmy, shimmy, uh, like your man ODB soon, you know, in the boxing ring. Or Who do you have in the first round? Who do I have winning the first round? Chris Weidman. The whole fight, Chris Weidman was winning. I think, I think second, Souza, or the, or the, I think the second Souza could have won, was winning. In what? Total strikes strong. landed? On the strikes, on the striking. What? You do? In a second, I yeah, he landed a powerful strike, but he had gotten rocked two times before uh, he clipped Weidman the second yeah. time. So I don't know. First round was all Wildman, though. Weidman. Is it mm. Wildman or Weidman? It's Weidman. Oh, man. It's hard to say. Did you see the song he came into? Some country stuff? I was like, Wildman, aren't you a Guido from uh, New York? <laughs> a Guido, like an Italian mobster. <laughs> he is not. That's Ray Longo. Oh, he's trained by Guidos. The Ray Longos, the like cannoli. Yeah, the sausage on the pizza. <laughs> he came out with some Godfather theme music or something. He came out with the country, the middle America. But okay. Yeah, he's the Kurt Angle of MMA. <laughs> Don't you know? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of similarities. He is, a lot. Yeah. That American pride, that uh, and the tattoo on the back of America on him, and the wrestling. You know, MMA. I wish he would have angle slammed people. Imagine the ankle lock. Oh man, what if he learns jujitsu and fucking mixes it with catch wrestling? Oh man, Kurt Angle is a grappling clinic. 
Yo, he was he was the first to bring that ankle lock game into the uh, American wrestling, man. There's no submissions in wrestling. Yeah, there is. Yeah, well, the Boston Crab. Come on, don't forget about that. We okay. Boston, you know? Okay. Like that. But I think those submissions are more like, uh, if you've ever seen Japanese wrestling, they do yeah. all of They do knee bars, leg locks, a whole bunch of... But what's the okay? The Boston Crab, I can understand why it can be used for wrestling because that's for a position, right? Uh, but can you submit people in wrestling with submissions? No, you can't. I don't see no tap outs in wrestling. I was talking about WWE wrestling, fake wrestling. Oh, okay. we're talking about different things. Yeah, yeah, I got confused. Yeah, but I thought Souza was going to take it to the ground, but god damn, he made it into a fucking brawl. Man, he has hands now. Oh, man, he was, his hooks, he just throws straight hooks. <laughs> but hey, have you ever seen him move his head before any fight, before this fight? Who, Souza? Yeah. Not really. Never. He was stiff as a stick, but now look at him. He was slipping punches for the first yeah, time. He yeah, he was. This camp still, is good. He was still getting a little lip lit up by uh, Chris Wheelman. Chris was getting in with the jabs. Man, Chris is a good boxer. Yeah. But he left, he had, what did uh, Souza hit him with that uh, right hook or the overhand right? Man, he, he has power. Yeah, Wheelman went for a straight right. <laughs> you keep calling him Wheelman. <laughs> <laughs> Weedman. How do you say it? Wait, say it again. Say it for me. Weidman. <laughs> Weidman. All right. He should spell it W-I-D or something. Fix that shit. But, uh, yeah. Um, Weidman went for that straight right, and then Souza just came over right on the temple. Whap. Man, Jacare is a dog. He took so much punishment. The look on his face after that victory tells the whole story. Did you see how he was looking? Yeah, he was. He, he looked like he was in a war. Came out of a war. You took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, um, man. That shit was crazy. Gave uh, Wyman some good advice too. He said, "Keep the hands up when you're backing up. When you're backing out." Who and was telling who? Longo, Ray Longo. Oh, okay. He said, keep your fucking hands up, kid. <laughs> <laughs> like Rocky. <laughs> yeah. and, th- and that was the right advice because I think Weidman's hand was a little low. His his uh, other hand, when that wasn't thrown the right, mm. his left it was a little low, and Chakra mm. just cracked him right there, and he was down. And the way he went down. Oh, ooh, man. man. The way like he went down. Action, like stutter. His legs gave out, and he just free fell on the back of his head. What about the ref? How, did you like the stoppage on that? No, no, I did not, because Jacare had some mercy in his heart and stood above the man and was like, he's done. And he's looking at the ref, telling him he's done, and the ref apparently wants to give Weidman a chance or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's hard, I guess, when the ref knows the fighter and he wants some wants to give him another chance, you know, give him a little room to wiggle room to get up. Cause we've seen fights like that, you know, when a guy almost gets knocked out and he comes back when you thought it was done. 
Yeah, but I'm I'm glad that because look, cause you know what I'm saying? Because Weidman is like groggy as hell. He's out of it. He's he's clutching on this man's uh, ankle, and you know who you're holding? Like a how many times world champ in jujitsu's Jacare? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that's gonna help. Yeah, it's not gonna do anything. Uh, yeah, they should have stopped that earlier. Shouldn't let that went on. Yeah, man. Yeah, I feel bad for Weidman because he can't catch a break. And I really feel like he's championship level, like he's a championship level fighter. And uh, he, these things keep happening to him where he's winning the fight and then some bullshit goes down. Like when the gay guard Musasi, mm-hmm. was fighting Musasi, something went down, that weird knee situation. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Say I say give him anyone except Souza and Yoel Romero, and he will he'll eat them. You know. You know Souza and who? Romero. And Romero, man, Jacare and Romero, I think are the rivals. Uh, like they have a real rivalry, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Who's better? Um, I would say Jacare overall, he's better. Uh-huh. But Yoel Romero just got that explosiveness where in the blink of a second, he could end the fight. Man, Romero is something else, man. He's he a freaking genetic freak. He's a mutant or something, man. Yeah, I don't know how. Different. I know he's been tested like 17 times. By I, don't, I don't blame the golden snitch. <laughs> I don't blame the snitch at all. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing them run it back again. You, with with who? At, I'm looking at, they fought, and yeah. you well won a decision, three-round decision, but it was so close. And they only fought once? Yeah. And it was a oh. three-rounder. It was a three-rounder. Oh. When it goes in the five rounds, it's going to... The advantage is for Souza. Mm. Mm. Three-round, I mean, in short bursts, Yoel Romero can pull off some crazy stuff. But when you get in fourth and fifth, and you get in that deep water, the alligator's going to catch you. Man, these, you know, these fighters that rely on explosions are very fascinating because it makes me think, like, what's better, volume or explosion? You know, like when I see Luke Rockhold and Chris Weidman, I really think that those are the top two in the division. Mm-hmm. And, 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 may, and yeah, and Whitaker, too. He's up there. But, mm-hmm. like, when I see these guys that rely on explosion and power punches, mm-hmm. they end up beating these guys. But I don't think they're better, you know? Yeah, I understand. Because, again, it's a fight and anything can happen, you know? In the blink of an eye. Everyone has a fighter's chance, you know? It's like statistics in MMA don't make any sense. Oh, no, they don't. Make, MMA math never makes freaking sense. Yeah, man. You can't think about these things, I guess. You got to be prepared for fucking everything. See, you would think they would... I would think the higher volume, more technical fighters... 
you can, if you play your game, you can completely counter the fast explosiveness. Right? Like John Jones. Yeah. That's a perfect example. John Jones. So what do you so what do you think? Is John Jones is just well, he is a lot more volume. He's not yeah. he's not a one-shot knockout guy. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like John yeah. Jones. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I guess so, yeah. I guess he's not explosive. I was thinking, is he explosive? That explosive? He uh, not really. He doesn't rely on it. He is when he wants to, but it's not his thing, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. He, he just fights and goes with the flow and finds his rhythm and just picks his shots and goes one at a time and doesn't rush the knockout like these guys. Who's he fighting next? He's refighting that dude, right? Gustafson. Gustafson. Another example of a guy that doesn't rely on explosions, but, you oh, know, yeah. volume striking. He doesn't have any explosion. He's more technical. Yeah, man. Uh, I always thought that techni technician is what matters. And I still think that, fuck it. But, you know, explosions are fucking... Guys, you see these explosive guys knocking everybody out. It's kind of... Yeah. Makes you want to think. Yeah. But all right, we'll go to the next fight. Middleweight. A middleweight fight between David Branch and Jared Kananier. Who is this new Kanani guy? I don't know whoever he is. He's a beast, and they better fucking watch out in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his his name. He has a powerful ass nickname too. I saw it on Instagram. What's his nickname? Cannon or something? Nah, man, the Killer Gorilla. Oh, shit. oh shit. okay. Yeah. yeah, but he he came in. He came in like a came in looking like black gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nope. And was like, this guy's jacked. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is on some Mexican supplements. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, did you see that the the beginning fights? David Branch went straight for that takedown. Why? What do you mean? Uh, I guess he saw the tape on this guy and was like, I'm not standing with this motherfucker. <laughs> I thought that David Branch was a boxer. I think he's a grappler, right? I guess he has some wrestling background, but I, I thought of him as a boxer. I don't. I only saw one or two of his fights, David Branch. Okay. I don't yeah, know he's, a, he's, a, he's an old vet. He's from another organization, if I believe. From uh, PFL, when, back when oh, it was okay. World Series of Fighting. Oh, okay. Uh, he was champion there. Yeah, yeah, he was a champ over there. Okay. Yeah. But he can't find his luck. He can't find his wave in the UFC. I think oh, he's man. not really, you know... On that level. There's levels to the shit, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But you would assume, looking at his his stats, his reach, his record, he's not, you know, 22 and 5. Not bad. If you look at Jared's record, I'm looking at it right now, he's 11 and 4. You know who has the best record in the whole game, right? Habib. Come on, man. Habib the Eagle, but we'll save that for a whole No, time. there's one more. Ooh, who? That's even uh, better than Khabib. Oh, GSP? No. Who else? The Russian Hammer. Oh, Arno Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> the best record of all time, the GOAT. <laughs> Arno, 
man, they be hated on him, dog. The memes, the jokes. <laughs> what do you mean hating? He's the goat, man. Give him, yeah. give the man his respect. Arnold's <laughs> like, a fucking badass. The people that are supposed to knock him out and be easy fight. I mean, they have a tough time. Who did who did he last fight? Michael Johnson. What did you think about that fight? Uh, I think uh, Michael Johnson outclassed him. Yeah, but uh, Artem didn't make it easy. What do you he mean? Was... He was blocking the punches with his face the whole time. <laughs> but Artem was backing him up. What do you mean, backing him up, man? He's not supposed to brawl with the guy. He's supposed to stick and move. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he has short hands. That's why he's coming forward, not because of anything else. <laughs> he should have had more hammer fist from standing. <laughs> Hammer fist from standing, like, fuck this boxing shit. That's a running joke, hammer fist from standing. Hey, but he's a fighter. You, you got to give him that. He has a lot of heart. He's a fucking fighter. He has a lot of heart, man. But the UFC is not where he belongs. What? I mean, I wouldn't mind him if he's still in the UFC. Did you see his manager um, publish that long letter talking about why Artem should stay in the UFC? No. Yeah, well, he was like, he wrote this long-ass post saying, Artem, it's more, it's not just about wins and losses, blah, 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 you know what I mean? He's a fighter. He's he's helped hone Conor McGregor and all his skills and such and such. Good for him. (laughs) What the fuck does that have to do with anything? (laughs) That's a personal accomplishment. Why are you bringing that on the public? I guess uh, John Kavanaugh is trying to put his influence on the UFC. Oh, that was John Kavanaugh is the one yeah. that said that? Yeah. So, he has coaches uh, Conor McGregor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're family over there. He has to say stuff like that. He has to show love. Let's not, let's not uh, beat around the bush. We all know Artem's in there because of Conor. Of course. Of course, without a doubt, man. You know, I don't even think Artem has a, a big win in the UFC. Has he beat anyone known? Nah, I don't think so. Never, right? Yeah. But he's just made tough fights for people. <laughs> he's made some tough fights. Mm, like who? Not tough technically, but, you know, he's going to be in there to the last round. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's hard to kill, I for sure. I mean, Michael Johnson couldn't finish him. He's hard to kill. And Michael Johnson dusted Dustin Poirier, and he couldn't do he couldn't do that to Artem. He dusted Dustin Poirier, yeah, man, with that one-two. I remember. Yeah, but he couldn't do that to Artem. Isn't that so weird? Artem went down, but got right back up. Yeah, he's. <laughs> yeah, he's... yeah, that's weird. Gets down and comes back up. I don't know. What else? Who who's the guy that beat Tony Ferguson before? There's this mm-hmm. one guy that beat Tony Ferguson that surprised me. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's Michael Johnson. No, 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 they never fall. Uh who ha- has Tony Ferguson lost to back in the day? It's somebody that had a fight recently. But I, I didn't know until recently. Huh? Gave him a good fight. You remember? Lando Venata almost knocked his ass out. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah. 
and everyone was like, who the hell is this dude? Almost, almost knocking out. whooped that ass. Tony yeah. Ferguson was doing somersaults and everything. Yeah. He was like, who is this guy? He's hitting me from all the angles. I'm going to roll out this motherfucker and come back. <laughs> yeah. And he did. He did. Ferguson was just that mental tenacity. And you give him anything, he's going to adapt and weather the storm, man. That's all. He has conditioning like no other. Oh, yeah. I heard he trains like hours, like five hours, six hours. He likes six hours. Yeah, he likes the long haul, the long sessions. Yeah, he's a marathoner for for sure. But all right, we'll go to the next notable fight on here. Derek Brunson versus Israel Adesanya. Man, this was a good fight. Man. Who'd you have? Man, man. I had Israel Adesanya coming into this, man. He did. What about you? You know, I had Derek Brunson coming into this. For what? Listen, I know he's not on the best winning streak, but he has notable wins. He's beat Machida. Okay. You know, um, he's got a lot of losses on his record, but I thought that when he would grab Israel, it's going to be done. He's going to take it down to the ground. You know, you remember Derek Brunson was saying, you're skinny, you're skinny to Israel. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. He's got a point, you know, that strength. Derek Brunson's got that strength. <laughs> oh, man. Was he wrong? Yeah, he was wrong. Man, Israel, Israel did. I got scared from when he got held up on the in the clinch against the cage. I was like, oh, Lord, he's going to go down. But he stayed up, man. He stayed up, got up. Man, have you ever seen Israel Adesanya in the glory fights? Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, playing with the dudes. And those are the world-class kickboxers. Yeah. His, I believe that he's the best striker in the current UFC roster. Hmm. He's kickboxing world champion. Hmm. That's what he is. You might be right. I'm telling you, he's got that. He's got that killer Muay Thai. Oh my God, is he a Thai terror? He's he's accurate, man. His oh man. Oh, uh, I mean, what put Brunson down at first was like a knee to the like ribs, upper chest area when he was going for a takedown. Oh, that knee was perfectly timed, mm-hmm. and the way he had his leg back creating that space so if he comes and shoots that angle is there for oh, the knee ready. to land that's genius you know he's ready he really he's, is the last style bender i mean he's silky smooth he's technical he's like um a smaller john jones in a way oh uh, man i think this man if if he can keep like this he he just fucking blows my mind the way he strikes bro is perfect his, mm-hmm. his defense, his offense, his precision, his accuracy, his vision, composure. When you look at these things, it's it's kind of very, like, for a fighter, when you look at that, it's very, very fascinating. He yeah, has it all. That's, that's pure Muay Thai training, man. Just technique, technique, technique for years on years on years. And cardio. You know what I mean? Technique, 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 cardio. You know? Yeah. 
That's yeah, it. and it's more than the Muay Thai. He look at his hands, man. Mm-hmm. He has like boxing hands, like real, real hands, like not no MMA hands, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, his 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 knees and kicks set up his hands, you know. Right, right, right. These up. New Zealand guys can strike. Oh man, New Zealand has a lot of fucking crazy kickboxers. Yeah, Good. man. That's crazy for him. I think who do you think uh style but style bender should fight next though? In the middleweight division. Mm, middleweight has so many good fights. Dude, feed him anyone. God like dude. who? I would He's up in the rankings now. Oh man, I would hate I don't want Chris Weidman to lose again, but I would Maybe like him. I would like but that. hey, hey, I'm I don't want to see Stylebender lose. <laughs> Fuck, Weidman is a beast <laughs> on the ground. Yeah, I think that would be a real test because we all know Israel's good standing up, but what he's gonna do when he's on the ground? Chris Weidman is no Derek Brunson. This yeah. man is a black belt under Henzo Gracie. Mm-hmm. And he is like, or what is it? NCAA wrestler, D one. Fucking, he, he grappling is his shit. I don't know. I don't know. That fight happened, but if Israel won, man, he's up in the higher ranks. Oh, title shot for sure. Yeah, for imagine, sure. Imagine him going against Yoel Romero though. Israel Adesanya versus Yoel Romero. God damn, is that a fight? Oh man, dude, Yoel might just just hit him with that man strength. You know? <laughs> that, <laughs> you know, that, like, this is a big man's game. <laughs> like, mm. But you know what? I don't know. I don't know. Israel Adesanya with that range. Mm-hmm. How's Romero gonna close the distance? You He's know? gonna have to shoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then if he shoots, then he's most likely going to take him down, right? Yeah. That's a strong-ass guy. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know how that fight can go. That fight can, a lot of possibilities. Well, Israel is going to have to John Jones him. You know? He's by doing what? To, by, he's going to have to stay long, stay technical, stay out of the pocket, Hit him yeah. from outside, weird angles. Yeah. But what aids John Jones is his wrestling background. Yeah, exactly. Israel's missing that. So that might that might affect him in the in the top tier. He might become the next Chuck Liddell if he gets that takedown defense on that level because Chuck Liddell, remember his takedown defense? Oh, top notch. Sprawl and brawl. Exactly. If he can master that, then there's no stopping this guy. Oh, man. What do you think about Chuck and Tito fighting again? Oh, man. Talk about brain damage. <laughs> Fuck. I would never fight at that age. Oh, man. How old is Chuck? Let me let me look that up. Chuck Liddell. Man, I'm like 24, and I'm already tripping. When I get hit in the p- face, I'm like, damn, I'm losing brain cells every fucking day. Oh, he's 48. See what I'm talking about? He's a grandpa. Dude. Did you see the the clip of him like training for the fight? No, he's probably slow and stiff though. 
you need to see it. Yes, dude. He's doing like front kicks and he's like like barely extending, like mixing oh. the back. I'm like, oh my goodness. really? Yes, it looks horrible. I'm like, God damn it. How does his movement look? Well, it's how you would expect a 48-year man to move. Mm, stuck in the mood. Yeah, it's very slow, brooding. Uh, the fast switch is gone at that age. Man, they're gone. Oh, uh, man. And Tito Ortiz is fit, though. Yeah, Tito. I, might, I think Tito's going to have him this round. Chuck I think he's going to win. All the other ones. Yeah, but Tito, yeah, he, he trains a lot. He trains fighters and shit. He's always in shape. He's been active. I can't believe they're going to do it again. Tito's just like, I'm going to get this motherfucker this time. He's old enough. He's too old. Bellator supporting all the old heads, though. (laughs) Hold it down, (laughs) P.O.P. Let's move to the preliminary card. Did you see that Jason Knight fight versus Jordan Rinaldi? Nah, just the first part, and then the internet started, you know, not working. Oh, okay. So you just tried once and stopped. All right. Well, you should have seen the fight. Jason Knight is a badass. He mm-hmm. looks like a, he looks like a, a hillbilly coming with the Muay Thai. He gonna <laughs> chop mm. you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was, a, it was a really good fight. It was a back and forth, I could say, until it got to the ground. I don't know who this guy Jordan Rinaldi is, but he just had this crazy back control on Jason Knight. So, for real? Jason Knight could not get out. He was Jason Knight was doing the right things. He was going on the side of the knee of the of the lock on the yeah. knee lock on the back, but Jason Rivaldi was switching the lock to the other side every single time. Oh man, this guy's technical. He he knows what to do. He knows what to fucking do. But I like okay. Jason Knight. Uh, he trains with Eddie Bravo and stuff too. Oh, is that why I was seeing rubber guard? Most yes, of yeah, yeah. Throwing the rubber guard up. I love him for that. He throw the rubber guard up. Man, I love rubber guard. Yeah. I mean, it's good to stop from um, receiving hits, but... But that shit does... Oh, sorry. Cut you off. What you said? This guy, Jordan Rinaldi, was just... uh, He was just doing the traditional techniques. Just went around it, cut through it, you know? The old school. You know, the thing about rubber guard is that it never works on wrestlers. Is that is that true? Hmm. I don't think so, it works on wrestlers. Because they're so strong, they just like rip through it, go around it. Because like imagine it, he, the wrestler's like hugging you, right? And driving his shoulder in your chest as you're holding him in rubber guard. And then yeah, like great. when he stacks you up, when he stands on his feet while holding you, that rubber guard isn't going to hold him down if he passes your guard. Oh, yeah. Have you tried rubber guard before? Oh, man, I'm really good at it, actually. These guys in Egypt don't know how to defend it. So I'm just going through everybody with it. My guard is dependent on... I, I love rubber guard. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I've tried it a couple of times, too. It surprises people. They're just like, what the hell? What am I supposed to do? And then it's just, they just become trapped and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? What I like to do is once I get mission control, then zombie. And then mm-hmm. after that... I raise my other leg and go with the high guard, uh, 
where it's uh what's it called the position when you have both legs and like almost mission control you know what i'm saying i was about to say mission control um i forgot the eddie bravo term for it but control i don't know you know eddie bravo it's like crackhead crack crack crackhead yeah yeah that's what it's called when you got both legs on the back of the neck i heard of that yeah yeah, and then what you do with that is that once you trap the arm, you can set up a triangle. And once the dude defends the triangle, then you switch to omoplata. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then once you got the omoplata on him, you can use that as a sweep or get the submission or take the back. That's why I like it. It creates a lot of opportunities, rubber guard. Yeah, from a rebel guard, you could do, yeah, the triangles is always there. You could do the reverse triangle and then change to regular triangle. Reverse triangle from guard? From, yeah, from the from the rubber guard. How are you going to do that? When you could do it. When you put their arm back in. Oh, a normal triangle, right? Well, no, you can't do a normal triangle from rubber guard because you can't go straight to triangle. You're not going to be able to. Oh, you mean triangle with the opposite leg? Yeah, it's a reverse triangle. Oh, <laughs> nah, bro. Because, like, there's another submission called reverse triangle when you got, like, um, oh. let's, you know what I'm talking about? Not that triangle, just, like, an opposite side triangle where it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. But yeah, now who else is on this fight? Oh, okay, the flyweight, Eubanks versus um the Harry Potter. Harry Potter got some crazy footwork, man. <laughs> what the fuck was that? You mean when she was uh, on stand up? The whole fight, yeah. When she was on her feet, what do you think of her footwork? She was looking like a chicken run, like the movie, like. <laughs> yeah, right. A tap dancer. Oh, man, she was herky-jerky. But she was doing, you know, I give her some credit. She was doing good. She did good. She did good. She had a lot of heart. Mm-hmm. She, I don't know uh, about anything else, though. <laughs> she took Eubanks down once. Yeah, she uh, did that judo flip because uh, she timed it and reversed the girl's takedown. I like that. Yeah, Eubanks was looking real tired. She was like a female Romero in there. Yeah, uh, I, and she missed weight, so. Yeah, man, she is a female Romero. <laughs> She's, uh, they were supposed to give her a fight against Valentina Shevchenko. Oh, that would have been good. But she can't stand a chance with your girl, Valentina. Oh, no, Valentina would have ate her up. The bullet. She would have ate her up, man. This girl is nasty. She has nasty Muay Thai. Dude, the crazy thing is I follow, I started following her on Instagram before she went to UFC. She mm-hmm. went to Tiger Muay Thai, this famous uh, mm-hmm. campaign. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yo, this girl's a beast. And then she got signed to uh, the UFC. I was like, you guys don't know what's coming. She's going to look in Muay Thai every, every lady in there. Oh, man, you're right about that because she has the cleanest stand-up, one of, some of the cleanest stand-up. Up, up, she's right up there with Holly Holm. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think that she, 
she was robbed against that Nunes fight, man. Every time they fight. Oh, that was a close fight. Yeah. They fought once or twice. Twice, I think. I think twice. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, she's training. I've seen her training with Cyborg. Imagine her fighting Cyborg. She Help. trains with Cyborg? Huh? Yeah, I've seen her. That's crazy. She trains with Rose, too. Oh, yeah. Did they fight yet? Did they fight? Rose and Valentina? No. Weight classes, right? Uh, yeah, different weight classes. Yeah, yeah. Rose is like uh, one, uh, 125, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, Valentina's like 135, right? Yeah. 135. Phantom weight. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, well, moving on to this lightweight fight. Did you see uh, Matt Frivola versus Lando Venata? Yeah, man. Lando Venata is groovy. <laughs> I'm so groovy. I feel like playing that future song. I'm so groovy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> groovy Lando Venata. He should come out to that song. Yeah, I think he. I think he did before. It was on a YouTube video. Maybe I'm uh, confusing it. Oh, yeah, that would be a good gimmick. That was a crazy fight. All his fights are crazy. That was a crazy fight. But give props to Matt Frivola. Yeah, man. He had no quit in him. At all. He came in with no respect. I think he he fights out of uh, Longo's camp too. Yeah, he does. Came in with no respect. He was like, fuck this fancy motherfucker. I'm going to hit him with the straight shots, hit him with the high kicks, and fuck uh-huh. him. And he gave him Shit. no respect. No, mm-hmm. like, no. And there were mm-hmm. confidence. Like, I'm going to throw the kitchen sink at this motherfucker. And it paid <laughs> off. It paid off. He got a draw. They got The fight ended in a draw if he didn't see. Yeah, yeah, it did. And uh, I, I like to shout out Ray Longo's training program because... His fighters are very reliant, like, they rely on cardio a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what won him this fight. His or conditioning. Gave him the draw. What gave him the draw? His conditioning. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, draw. That's uh, what, what gave him the draw because a person with normal conditioning and not on that level wouldn't have made it. And the way he recovered after that round where he was getting beat up, oh, man. he just, it was like it never happened. From that head kick, that brutal head kick where it knocked out his mouth guard. Um, yeah, man. This he guy. Came, he came back like it was nothing. Yeah, that's crazy. That he must be doing crazy cardio to, with, for that conditioning, you know? Yeah. Because those, those shots take energy from you. They're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you but know, it was like nothing. It's easy to get knocked out once you're tired. Once you're tired, you're just like, ugh. And he didn't even get tired. He was just rocked. And then after he got rocked, he recovered. Yeah, that's that. He wasn't tired. Cardio, man. That's that Nate and Nick cardio. Man, Nate and Nick take it to a whole nother level. (laughs) Nate and Nick are like, when I look at them, I'm like, damn. These are the guys that I have to compete with one day if I'm ever in the UFC. (laughs) Like that that type of work ethic. When When you fucking... Do professional level triathlons with professional tri- do people that do it just to keep your cardio up there for MMA. That's another level of work ethic, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, those triathlons, those are oh, how they do that. How do they do that, man? 
You tell me how Nick Diaz swims from Alcatraz back to the shore. Oh man, he needs. We need to see him in the UFC before he ends his career, before he retires. That's gonna be a shame if he doesn't. Man, you think he even? What? What's the deal with Nick Diaz? What's keeping him from fighting? Man, I don't know. I was I saw him on like TMZ Sports and he was talking about fighting like boxers and like really high level boxers and saying he could win and stuff. I mean, he's got good boxing, but I don't I don't know. Oh yeah, he was saying he could beat maybe beat Canelo. Canelo. Yeah, I was like Don't you think that's ridiculous? I'm like, "Bruh, you box, but MMA boxing is a little different than uh, boxing. A lot different. Imagine Canelo Alvarez, the guy who had two wars with Triple G. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do, Nick Diaz? No, no, you can't. He looks like the freaking Mexican Tyson. Right? With some crazy defense, too. He has crazy defense in inside boxing. Canelo Alvarez, no way, no fucking way, is Nick Diaz can can beat him in boxing. That's just ridiculous. I don't know about that. I think he was just trying to get some uh, media exposure on that. <laughs> yeah, man, Diaz brothers be pissing me off lately. They be just saying anything. They be just fucking around, <laughs> talking shit all the time. Just fight, man. Talking you know? Shit. Yeah. Oh, what about uh Nate? Every time he faces a wrestler, he's like. Fuck that shit. He's a bitch. <laughs> I didn't lose. He's a bitch. <laughs> he was scared for his life. He was scared. He hit the deck. <laughs> he was scared for his life. Khabib is scared. And, right? No. He keeps on saying that. That's their game. That's their technique, you know? He even said Rafael Dos Anjos scared when he lost him. And you saw that fight between RDA and Nate Diaz. Yeah, bro. If you just want to do a stand-up fight, go Muay Thai or boxing. I mean, MMA. You can't complain about that, you know. It's part of the yeah. game. Yeah, man. You can't just rely on two sports. The game has evolved. Yeah, yeah. You know, two is not enough. Two combat sports is not enough in MMA. You have to have the four: the wrestling, jujitsu. Muay Thai and boxing if you want to compete at the highest level in the UFC. And a lot of people say that wrestling is the best skill set to go in there with. I agree. Because it's hard to learn high-level bo- uh, wrestling, you know? Extremely hard. How are you going to teach a grown man that has no wrestling experience high-level wrestling? Or get yeah. to that? It takes years. I mean, look at Pettis. Look at what happened to him after he started facing wrestlers or people that could wrestle because no. he started taking those losses yeah yeah Who did he recently fight didn't he recently mm. lost it was a good fight let me look it up he recently lost against uh didn't he win no no he lost who was it against the not dustin Poirier. i don't know it was, oh, he lost Ferguson. against Tony Ferguson. Yeah, he broke his hand. Oh, yeah, he did, right? Pettis did break yeah. yeah. That sucks, doesn't it? 
Yeah, but I think we all knew Ferguson was going to come out like that. But Pettis showed... Actually... It looked like his I, legs fell off a little bit. I was thinking that Pettis was going to hurt Ferguson and maybe win. Really? Because I know that Pettis has way better striking than Ferguson. Like, way, way, way better. There's huge difference in the skill level, you know? Yeah, Pettis did rock him, though. He was whooping his ass. Who? Pettis was whooping Tony Ferguson's ass. Technically. Making him roll all over the mat. Mm-hmm. He was... He, he rocked him with the boxing and just being crazy. Mm-hmm. With the one-twos. He has a really sharp boxing. And his kicks, his taekwondo, yeah. kick, his kickboxing is phenomenal. Anthony Pettis. But, man... Shit happens, and he broke his hand. And yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the ref called it off, called that fight off. The I th- I think it was his corner too, because I remember his uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. what's his name, Duke Rufus, saying, uh, "I'm not gonna let you go and hurt yourself." Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant. The corner. Yeah, the corner called it off. Pettis didn't call it off. He would have kept fighting. Yeah, he's a dog. I saw how he stuck his tongue out. When the blood was all over his face. Oh, oh, yeah. When I saw that, I was like, War Pettis. Yeah, man. That guy's a dog. Man. War Pettis, for real. Ferguson's crazy, though. He's doing, like, some Wing Chun techniques and it actually, like, works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but who cares? Because he's getting hit in the face while doing that. I don't really think Wing Chun is MMA appropriate. What do you think? That just shows how crazy it is. That's how, how crazy it is. He, he takes movie shits and does it in the octagon on a national. Practices team. it, drills it. He's crazy. Yeah, I, I seen him in his training. He hits that wooden dummy with dummy. the sticks. Mm, yeah. Kung Fu stuff. I'm like, wow, this guy's he's crazy. He's an OG. <laughs> Tony Ferguson does everything different. Yeah. And, and what that's a weird the- fighter. He came from a huge injury too, right? He like ripped his ACL and stuff. I never seen a recovery like that in my life. Crazy. It's like nothing happened. Do you see the scar? Oh, on the knee, right? It was on the knee, right? Yeah. Yeah. You could see it when they were fighting. It's crazy. That is crazy. It shows you the level of cardio and fitness he's had prior to the injury. For him to have like such a short camp and still be on that championship level, that that mental tenacity. I know, and plus he was getting kicked in it. Pettis was targeting that uh, that wound, that scar. Yeah, he was. And he was yeah. kicking it. Who should Ferguson fight next? Ferguson should. Well, let me tell you, this is a, like the Shark Tank division. Mm-hmm. Khabib. Has to fight. Who's up next? Uh, who the hell? Uh, well, Connor should fight Nate, right? That leaves Tony Ferguson. I mean, there's no one. one. There's no one really next for Habib, man. Oh, that means Tony. No, Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony has to fight Khabib. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Khabib to solidify his whole shit as the best in the whole world in that division, and for it to be clear to the whole world, he has to beat Tony Ferguson. Damn, that's gonna be crazy. We just witness if that happens. We we witness the Habib era. 
the GOAT of uh, that division, lightweight, for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. The GOAT, right? Is there a question after that? Not really. He cleaned the house. Not nobody tell me about GSP. Nobody <laughs> tell me about uh, who else was it in lightweight that was so dominant. Nobody, right? Nobody dominates lightweight. Well, GSP was never lightweight, but... Yeah, he was. Didn't he fight Matt Sarah at lightweight? Oh, and he was I, the light... I think he... I think they did. But he was... Or was, like, or was his, that welterweight? His big run was at welterweight. Yeah. That's why I remember. That's most yeah. of his wins. I think that was... Maybe he did have a lightweight fight. Yeah, back... He's had lightweight fights. Hmm. But yeah, uh, I, I want to look it up. Who do you think would win that, Habib versus Ferguson? Habib versus Ferguson, who would win? Habib, man. 100%. How's Tony? 100%. How's Tony going to win that fight? Dude, Temple Planet Jiu-Jitsu, man. What's he going to do with it? Hubbard guard. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's going to trap the bear. <laughs> Yeah, right. What bear is going to get caught? How are you going to hold Khabib down with one foot with mission control? Hey, we were listen, just talking man. about wrestlers, how they get out of rubber guard. And you got the best wrestler in the whole division. You're going to do that on him? I can't lie. When, like, holding rubber guard is tiring. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been ripped through. Like, oh, man, just let it go. <laughs> like, it's so hard to hold. <laughs> Khabib is just gonna okay you got rubber guard no problem I'm gonna cross over to half guard and, yeah okay. he's gonna and I'm out go, and then go to side control and then he's gonna and, and, and crucifix and then work your way out from there and good luck it's Khabib time so the only way Ferguson would win is on the feet but how's he gonna keep it on the feet exactly How's he going to stop Khabib's pressure? Ferguson's just going to fucking be rolling across the cage. He's doing death rolls until he gets a couple seconds to stand up and he's going to throw his Wing Chun hits. Man. I... Because <laughs> look at... Look, man. The best strikers in the division couldn't even keep the fight standing or, you know, do anything with Khabib. Edson motherfucking Barboza, man. Mm-hmm. Michael Johnson, Conor McGregor, who else? You got the best strikers, and the that doesn't work on him like that, you know? Did did Habib kill the myth of Conor McGregor like no other or what? Fuck yeah, he did. Good God, man. Nobody's talking about Conor McGregor anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. He's... I don't know. He's... To the MMA, to the real MMA crowd, they're definitely looking looking at him differently. Like he's been exposed. Like we knew this all along. Yeah, yeah, and that's what happens when. What was McGregor even thinking, man? Like he could actually keep do him like Alvarez. I don't know. Well, first, what I thought is money. Uh -huh. Second, the beef. The whole yeah. incident with the bus and everything, and them uh, and the Russian Dagestani guys running up on Artem. <laughs> <laughs> they went gang on it. 
B-Bell was holding on to Artem's head like a freaking baby. <laughs> I give your whole team slap. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, Khabib is funny, though, right? I didn't like that stuff, though. Like, I, I heard Artem's story. He was like, yeah, backstage, we were alone when I went and me and Habib talked. And then he came back later with his friends, and then he was getting more aggressive and stuff like that. What do you think about that? Well, I think that Artem was talking a lot of shit. And, yeah. um, you know, like, Habib, if I'm with... Habib, what? Habib was angry because Artem was saying Habib is a chicken or something for pulling out a yeah. So Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And chicken is this disrespectful term in Russia. Artem said it's very disrespectful. It's like a bad word over in America. It's like against someone's manhood to call them chicken out in Russia. Mm-hmm. And uh, he called Khabib a pussy and stuff. So if I'm like with my friends and uh, somebody calls one of my friends a pussy and we're there, my friend, it's all going to be, we're all on you, you know? We're all going to talk to you. We're going to, you're going to get confronted and my friends are going to stand there and look at you. They're not going to be on your side, you know? Gang, gang. Yeah, yeah. We might not jump you. I'm not saying you're going to get jumped, but we're just going to stand and watch just like Khabib's friends did. I don't think... Artem should have uh, been surprised. You were talking shit about this man's manhood, so what do you expect him to do? Yeah, I understand, but, man, stuff like that, it, it doesn't have any place in the sport, man. You, The sport already gets bad flack for being so brutal. I mean, we, we need to keep the gang warfare type of shit and the bullying shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, gang warfare is not good, but that's not really what he did. Khabib just gave him uh, a lecture. Oh, well, a lecture with his damn Dagestani wrestle- wrestler's arm on his neck. <laughs> <laughs> they were standing, though. They didn't do nothing. In the crowd of his Dagestani boys just surrounding Arjun. <laughs> they were just standing next to him. <laughs> Oh, they're, they're staying next to a friendly, you know, just going to see what's happening. <laughs> yeah, just taking a look on things, evaluating the situation. <laughs> Autumn should have slapped his hand away from like, man, why are, are you touching my neck like that? Don't touch me. Oh, I don't think that would have been too smart. Oh, man. <laughs> but I understand Conor McGregor, yo, I give him props, though. He, he's ride or die. He came from wherever he was, Dublin, came with the whole crew, hopped on a private jet. And That's attacked, crazy. Attacked the Who the fuck does he think he is? Dude, that was like from high school shit, like high school <laughs> game warfare shit. I know. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? And the way he entered through the Mac life. Oh, man. He, there was like a setup, like they had a plug to put, open the door and stuff. <laughs> He has agents working for him in the UFC, goddammit. Oh, that was... <laughs> right. You think Dana knew? I don't know, man. It seems fishy that that door was open like that. Like, like some, like, do you see... I saw, like, a lady open the door or somebody open the door for Connor and his crew to just rush in into the parking lot. Hmm. Something... But you know what's crazy is they use that clip for the promo up to the fight. I know, right? And they're like, 
what do you and then yeah that's crazy it's they made it personal yeah but i guess it makes money you know <laughs> it's wwe and it makes money and all that good stuff but don't get surprised when you know people take it personally when you make it personal and then after the fight habib jumping in the crowd that was uncalled for that was the eagle the eagle airways it was like eagle jump just like fly like an eagle he caught Dylan Dennis right on his head listen i understand habib's mad but that's not how you take it i know dillis dennis sounds like an asshole talking all this shit dyeing his hair blonde looks like one too talking in a fake irish accent or some shit copying everything I heard. <laughs> I heard he talks irish in an irish accent what do, what do you think about that i don't know isn't he like mexican or something i don't know yeah <laughs> what the fuck is up with that <laughs> i guess i guess when you're young you know i mean he's in that world he's in, he's in that camp he's part of the fam yeah but you don't got to fucking ride this guy's dick so hard had an identity crisis, you know what I mean? And you just want to mm. fit in sometimes, you know? And be with yeah. people, you yeah. know? That's a good way to look at it from a psychological standpoint. But, um, yeah, I, I still think he's a douche. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, and man. Uh, Khabib is a monster. He yeah. took that whole team alone. Dove oh. right on their heads. You know, but you know what? He shouldn't take all the blame because did you see um Connor's people actually threw the first hit? Uh, who was it that threw the first hit? It was uh, I don't know Connor's man corner. One of them threw the threw the first hit at um at Habib or tried to get Habib and Habib buddies thing. Really. Yeah, but the thing is they all look like they were trying to do something. It was like a rush, you know? Like everyone was rushing up to each other. It was like just, mm. something was bound to happen. It was so weird. And how come uh the UFC didn't say anything bad about Conor McGregor when he jumped out of the octagon and got right in front of Jose Aldo's face and was like, "Era! Era!" right in front of uh Aldo's girlfriend or whatever. you know right in his face Khabib did the same thing you know he jumped uh right next to Dylan Dennis and then Dylan put, shoved him and then you yeah. know but there's a difference Khabib did a fucking flying kick it was <laughs> stomp double Dennis. stomp <laughs> he was trying to knock the blonde out of fucking Dylan Dennis's <laughs> yeah man that double atomic stomp <laughs> oh, and the um the the drake memes from that the pictures oh my god that's hilarious what drake you didn't Conor see mcgregor and drake wow and 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 dylan dennis those three guys together is not good <laughs> oh lord 
right? It's going to be a lot of cocaine, a lot of <laughs> a lot of naked girls, a lot, uh, of a lot of ego, man. Oh, egomaniacs, egomaniacs. Right? But you know that what? That is I, not healthy. I kind of feel good that Habib won because he finally brought the humble humbleness back to the game. Because after yes. Connor came in, everything changed. Everyone yes. was acting like him. Yes, Khabib. Shout out to Khabib for just teaching the kids about respect, being humble, you know what I'm saying? Loyal, mm-hmm. integrity, all the good stuff about martial arts that people learn as children. Khabib is representing that. Khabib, when he went and trained with the recently jiu-jitsu with the gi, he had a white belt on. Oh, yeah, I saw, I saw a picture of that. I'm like, respect. Respect. I know, I know, right? Imagine that the level of grappling Khabib has. I would have put the red belt on or something, man. Stop, stop. <laughs> but, hey, don't prefer, but don't you prefer to not train in the gi? Yeah, of course. Oh, so you're a fucking bullshitter. What do you mean I'm a bullshitter? Man, there's too much disrespect against the gi. You see these 10th Planet guys, they come in with tights on, looking like they got it from their little brother's costume suit, and they throw up these Hubbard guard and the stinky feet, <laughs> and they think that's jujitsu. Oha. Man, you don't know what you're talking about, man. What you mean? In a realistic life situation, you're going to rely on somebody's sleeve to get a sweep? Yeah, I understand that. That's true, that's true. But man, like... I'm thankful that I started training in the gi. You know what I mean? Like, Why? Because it, to me, that's that's BJJ, man. That's jujitsu. You train jujitsu for MMA and self defense, or for jujitsu sport? Uh, all of those. No, well, which one? You got it. They're two different things. For MMA or for jiu-jitsu as a sport, they're two different things. Well, my gym, we we didn't we did gi, but we did we did half and half. We did a balance, and I think that's better than just doing all the one or the other. Mm. You know. Okay. Okay. Because I mean, when I look at it, I look at it like I train MMA, so I can be good at MMA and like real life fights. So what's going to support that? No gi jiu-jitsu because nobody in MMA is going to have a gi or in a real-life fight. Okay, true, true. But training in the gi, I mean, it slows the game down. It's more technique. You can't just... Thanks for listening to the MMA Addict Show. Next podcast will be reviewing the results of the UFC fight night with Korean Zombie coming back against Yair Rodriguez after a long layoff. Thanks for watching. Enjoy. Welcome to the MMA show. The MMA at Ad show.